Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. Very quickly, a thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon, Adam Govea, and of course to all of our other wonderful patrons who make this possible. If you want to become a patron, get early access to episodes, patreon.com slash Roma Press. Okay, Andy Market uh, is in full force, is continuing on. I am finishing the uh, Microsoft Excel spreadsheet where everybody can see the uh, current book values of the players at Roma that should be published sometime this week. That way everybody can, uh, uh, there's no longer need for speculation on, uh, uh, on what the actual plus valenza would be. Uh, and seeing if there is any possible way for Roma to get even uh, half a million euros for Justin Cliver to, we could talk about that, that wonderful interview he gave. We could talk about uh, the defending champions of Serie A selecting Rudy Garcia. Can we start there? I, I mean, what? I'm shocked. Let's, let us, yes. Yeah, I mean, first off, the fact that he is the one replacing Spalletti now, that is kind of funny in its own right. But a circle of life. It is a circle of life. Uh, Brianza, she will be taking her magic as well down to Napoli. I guess I am. (laughs) When you hear Arerio De Laurentiis in in the opening press conference speak, the first thing I thought to myself is, you know, when you have like the two sides of the coin where you can have this or you can have Dan Freakin, who most of us or most people at this point, And again, I have dove into this guy's, uh, you know, I, I, I have uh, I feel as if I, I could be part of the CIA because of the depths. I'm I not dove. even sure I know what his voice sounds like. I think I, I heard like maybe one sound bite. It's the of, same uh, thing on YouTube like that Filippo uh, Biafora running after him in a parking lot. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> See, yes. I don't have anything. I think uh, if I recall correctly, he has a very like nasal, very it light is very, voice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, but otherwise who, you know, what can you tell me about Dan Friedkin? What can you tell me about Ryan Friedkin? And what can you tell me about Aurelio De Laurentiis? Who's, you know, he is the, if you imagine what a Serie A owner looks like, like he is the, yes. the advertisement yes. for Serie A. He is the face of it. Like he, him and Lotito are like beautiful examples of what, uh, of what Italian owners in football look like. 100%. Um, 
and and part of me after hearing him speak uh, when he introduced Rudy Garcia, the first thing I thought to myself was, okay, yeah, you know, we may get annoyed that we don't hear from Dan Friedkin. We may get annoyed that we can't 100% say with certainty that he is not the uh, an AI-generated figure. Yeah, that can be annoying at times when you want to hear him speak, particularly when uh, Roma uh, are in difficulty, you know, with like a referee or something. But then I look at the opposite end of the coin, and I, I, I see and hear De Laurentiis, and I say to myself, thank God. I, I mean, if I had the choice of the two, it is the easiest, yeah. the easiest choice ever. And, and the, Aurelio De Laurentiis is the classic example of someone who can only succeed in Italy. Nowhere else <laughs> would a guy like Aurelio De Laurentiis have a career. Nowhere else. This guy, even publicly, when he's speaking publicly, every time he opens his mouth, he takes a shit on somebody. Like, yes. You know, like from the get-go. And it, to, the way that this guy handled last season's Scudetto uh winning run with Spalletti like Aurelio De Laurentiis was constantly talking behind Spalletti's back and not to have the owner's full support in a season that sees you win the club's third scudetto like the first scudetto in in over 30 years that's to not have the guy's support and complete backing is baffling to me and every time he's, you know, whether it's talking about Osimen or Kvara, every time he's like, you know, he just goes on and on and on about how awful these players are, how awful their agents are. And then whenever these players, like in the past, like Gonzalo Higuain or Lorenzo Insigne, even, even Marek Kamsik, when they basically let him know that, hey, man, you messed up. This guy always then plays the victim card. That's why I see he's the face of Serie A. That's, Serie A functions exactly the way Aurelio De Laurentiis functions. De Laurentiis has, has, has billions and billions, has a terrible film production company that produces nothing but turkeys, and, and yet he is one of the most respected people in Italian sports, which is just, and one of the more powerful ones. So whenever I watch him, it's like, yeah, you know, like this is, you know, this is, this is Italy. That's a, a guy like him. Can you imagine a guy like him in the Premier League? Like you can't, you no. can't, you can't. No. He's not, right. you know, this is, this is the, this is the, this is a guy who is known for kitsch. He's known for just, being shambolic for being all over the place. And, um, and that's exactly what Italian football has become. You know, um, it's it, it maybe it always was because at the end of the day, yes, we know what a great um, what a great president Berlusconi was. But at the end of the day, that guy also boils down to being just a showman, you know, and, and that's what De Laurentiis is. Garcia. Now, Garcia is is I don't even know how to uh, like what to what to say about this because Garcia what is, a career arc this is eh and oh yeah but also from a personality point of view like who is this guy you know like I can I can tell like for example Luciano Spalletti 
in a way, he is perfect. And at the same time, he's terrible for a place like Roma or Napoli. He's perfect because it can either work out great or it can go terribly wrong. And we saw it. Like, even, even by winning the Scudetto, which is a great result for Napoli, uh, Luciano Spalletti, just like he did at Roma years before, kind of burned all the bridges around him, right? Like, he, he, the, the, he is a guy who will go down with the ship. You know, he's a guy who will uh, just unapologetically go out of his way to make enemies. And and he's very open about it. Garcia is is a very bizarre choice. I don't like... Yes. Even looking back as at his time at Roma, which, mind you, it was... He, he was done at Roma, done and dusted in Serie A in January 2016. Like... In January 2016, James Palotta pulls the trigger way too late. And, and that's the end for Garcia in Italy. Now, that's, that's, already, that's already a long time ago. That's seven years ago. Yeah. So to, 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 to bring back, like, I don't know, even know what the guy has to offer anymore at this level. Doesn't mean that maybe he won't surprise us. But to me, it's just a baffling choice. Um, I don't have any particular feelings about Garcia with regards to his time at Roma. Um, I, you know, we we all remember him more for how he started than how he ended, um, or rather, we would prefer to remember him. Right, better. right, right. He's, you know, he 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 doesn't. He's he's just so in in middle of the road. Um, the the way he managed a couple of clubs afterwards in France, basically again there burned bridges everywhere. Like he, you know, like he he is persona non grata in Liga, persona non grata now in Saudi as well. And you know, who's gonna pick up the phone and call him after completing a, a super incredible, memorable season? Aurelio De Laurentiis. Out of all the managers. <laughs> Out right. there, somebody in 2023 thought, huh, I need to revolutionize my team once more. I need to keep them motivated, keep pushing. I need to up the quality. I'm going to bring back Rudy Garcia to it. Yeah, I mean, was was Malisani not available? I mean, come on. Um... Mali, Mali, mind you, Malisani is a way more accomplished coach then Garcia, uh, Malizani is the last coach to, to Italian coach to win a, a UEFA trophy. Yes, yes. You know, with the with the young Buffon and everybody, he, he with Parma, he he's the man. So Malizani is ten times Rudy Garcia. We think Rudy Garcia is. This is going to end in tragedy for them, yeah? I, I mean, I, I, I just don't see this any is, other way. This is going such to, a bizarre is, choice. It's going to end in just, again, middle of the road, in my opinion, because Rudy Garcia, not even person, like now looking beyond the person, as a coach, what is it? You know, what can you give me? Well, he plays a four-three-three. That's when uh, that's exactly, that's was, what was. I mean, looking. like, man, what that's are you doing? That's his criteria. That's his I can imagine the 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 you know the list of requirements was must play four-three-three, and two names were there: Rudy Garcia and Eusebio Di Francesco. And now Eusebio is going to Frosinone, so you know Garcia had to be there, and and 
I don't, I, I don't know, man. I'm just glad that those like a, a, that a coach like Garcia was never and will never be linked with a return to Roma because that's the kind of coach that I just never after Mourinho. I like that's the last type of coach Roma would need, you know, and and that's yes. exactly what I think that that's the last type of coach a team like Napoli, reigning Scudetto winners, uh, need. A guy like Garcia, who's so mediocre, it doesn't yeah, get more yeah. mediocre than him. Well, you brought up our friend. Didn't we have to mention him? Eusebio Di Francesco. I mean, if I can't, Andy has nine lives. How many does this guy's managerial career have? I cannot. You want to talk about yeah. Yeah. appointing a guy in the year 2023? How? Yeah. How? How? Yeah. I, I, I just need... I mean, you you essentially at this point. Remember, if you wanted... remember how he renewed his uh, Cagliari contract, and then he was sacked like a month later. He renewed his Cagliari contract. He got a big salary bump after like going on a winless streak for like months. He out of out of the blue, he gets a, a renewal, and then they sack him a month later. Just brilliant, you know. He's uh, he's worked miracles to be where he's at. I, I still maintain that the moment he took off those glasses, the curse took place, and uh, he, he hasn't won a game since. It's astonishing to me that this guy, I mean, do we have to, Can we, I, I can't even recall the order in which his disaster classes go, because it's Cagliari, there's Sampdoria, and everybody remembers the beautiful time at Hellas Verona. I, I couldn't tell you in which order those disasters Mind go. you, Hellas Verona, three games, three losses, and thank right. you and goodbye. goodbye. That was, yes. that was, time <laughs> that was Hellas Verona. <laughs> spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. So I, I, I don't know what to make of this guy other than he absolutely unequivocally has to have photos of, of, of somebody in Legacia that are some of the most damning things on earth because the, the only thing I can see happening is, is uh, you know, somebody in Legacia going and telling some of these clubs, listen, you, ha- you have to appoint this guy. You, you have no choice. That is the only explanation I would be able to, to, to understand as to how this guy keeps getting appointed. It, it blows my mind. I mean, you have to travel back. How many years? Five? So you, you, you most likely are having to go on YouTube because the streaming yeah. hasn't, wasn't optimized by then. Yeah. So you're going back on YouTube yeah. and having to find some relevant football of his that was even uh, remotely considered. And he's still uh, there. And that's, and that's exactly that. Like, that's the that's, those are the coaches that Roma must move on from, you know, like, Jose Mourinho is to always will always be the exception to the rule at Roma. Like, you know, uh, how many coaches of that caliber we've had? Arguably, Fabio Capello. Right, right. You know, in the modern era, Fabio Capello. You know, and and uh, Luciano Spalletti to a much lesser degree. Uh, so Mourinho, nobody will be able to replace that that standard. But that has to be what Roma in the future aim for because the names like Rudy Garcia and Eusebio Di Francesco, you know, that microwaved stuff that doesn't taste of anything, you know, like the, those, those 
pizzas that you just put in the microwave oven and they're supposed to bring back memories of Sorrento. Uh, but they taste like, you know, like carton. That's that's that that's the kind of coach that Rudy Garcia is. That's the kind of coach that Eusebio Di Francesco is. And and for you know, I don't care what happens after. But but the only thing I care about is that Roma in a few years time, these names they're gone. They're not part of. They're not linked with the club. They, they this cannot be because that's the reality of Italian football. It's what this is the type of stuff that we get. You know the reigning. Scudetto winners, the defending Serie A champions are relying on Rudy Garcia in 2023. Mind-boggling. You know, it might after... be the only thing that could put out the Scudetto celebration is knowing this is what awaits you yeah. in, in yeah. August. You know, and, and, and mind you, like I, I, I even love somebody like Luis Enrique, and I'd be the first. But even that already is right now. Luis Enrique, the last time he won something is also a long time ago. Guy played obviously on a completely different rev- level to to Rudy Garcia. Still, that's you know the fact that the 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 reigning Serie A champions can't bet on the likes of Nagelsmann. Uh, and 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 you know to Tuchel, who's now Bayern, um, even even a, even even an Antonio Conte, you know, but the the only name that they can can pick out is Rudy Garcia. That's pretty depressing, and I think that's very telling of where Italian football is right now. You know, look, look this is the this is the place where Stefano Pioli was considered a, a genius for going on one of the luckiest runs we may have ever seen, you know, uh, sucking the juice out of Rafael Leao. Right. And, right. and, and Mike Magnan. That's like, that's, those are, those guys are responsible for Stefano Pioli still having a job and Paolo Maldini leaving Milan. That's, you know, so that's what we're talking about. It's a, it's a, this is a league where as long as guys like Aurelio De Laurentiis and Claudio Lotito and many, many others are the face of it, and as long as a club like Juventus can do whatever the hell they want and they only get like 700,000 in a fine, a club gets 700,000 in a fine for breaking rules, for, you know, for, 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 for doing all the stuff they did with their balance sheets, 700,000 euros in a fine, that's ridiculous. But that's, that's hey, that's the reality. And this is the reality where a guy like Rudy Garcia can come on and still be considered some kind of guru, I assume. Um, although I hope that Napoli fans will react some way to this because it's just not good enough. It's not good enough for Napoli. It's not good enough for the league. Like Rudy Garcia was literally on holiday in Saudi Arabia. And even there, they didn't want him. They said, thank you, (laughs) goodbye. You know, like that's that's the kind of coach that he is. And the fact that he's there and he's leading the number one team in Serie A right now is quite depressing. It it really is, to be honest. But yeah, it it is just shocking to hear. And you hear De Laurentiis really trying to sell this thing. You know, you you felt like you were purchasing a a car or something. Uh, You know, the guy really having to oversell it. I mean referencing things from 2013 it's like man 
that was a decade ago. He, he, of course, he referenced the yeah the ten match winning streak to begin the season in two thousand thirteen two thousand fourteen. And again, this is what I mean when I say time is a son of a bitch. But you look at the calendar and you're thinking, man, that how that that's relevant to this to today? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, but it is entertaining to see nonetheless. Uh, let's go to the market. We'll, we'll we'll make this the last segment, seeing as how we have spoken nothing of Roma so far. Uh, so Indica, literally after we got off the episode last week, uh, uh, Roma messaged to everybody that it is a done deal. Uh, and then a photo published yesterday of uh, uh, him holding the number five shirt uh, was published to uh, the Ivorian uh, Football Federation Twitter account. So that's done. We, we know that has been done for some time. Right. It is Brian, Brian, Brian Cristante getting in renewal. Our our man, uh, the man of deserved. the hour. Yeah, I mean, there's I, no. You know, the, the the one thing that's you know, uh, we've been doing this, and I I've been I've been posting some stuff on the website for for the past over the past year, and anytime on Twitter, especially whenever our articles get get reposted on Twitter, anytime there was an article, you know, mentioning Cristante and even mentioning the idea of him extending his contract because there was already some talk a year ago, right? Like him, Mancini, all these guys that have renewed their contract, that that, that there was talk of it way before. And like two years ago, had you told somebody on the street or on Twitter that Cristante, man, those, the mentions, the, the comments, the retweets, it was brutal. People were shocked. People didn't want that guy anywhere near a contract extension. Now, when it officially happened, when this guy finally renews until 2027, completely silent. You know, or people saying, whoa, this is mm. Mourinho magic. You know, this is what happens when you trust Mourinho. You know, this is that's why you haters. But all of a sudden, those people, the people that were calling him a handicap and so on. And I we we both know even also the guy, remember, who who did the funny meme of Edin Dzeko with the with the with the with the dog. Exactly. More like that was more or less that was Brian Cristante's status. You know, he was a joke, you know. And now him and Mancini, because mind you, we forgot to make uh, like a clear segment of who was the most improved player this season. Those two guys both got renewed and now are both being looked at differently. And so to me, this is this is perhaps even more important, these renewals, Mancini, Smalling, Smalling, Chris Smalling, Brian Cristante. Those are just as important, if not more, than signing Evandika, Hussein Mouar, whoever else comes in. The fact that Roma are finally in a position where reinforcing the core actually means reinforcing the core. Because for so many years, remember, whenever there was the idea of, hey, should we renew Brian Cristante? Oh, well, that yes, that's what a club that aims only for six or seven place, place does. You know, like that's, yeah, that's as good as it gets. But here it, it changed. These guys changed. They have improved. They've made considerable steps in you know, in, in the direction of becoming leaders for the team, becoming 
I mean, a guy like Cristante, the guy is, is for sure going to be breaking some records in terms of appearances made for the club. Like, for sure, he's going to... Like, the way he's playing now, he's just grinding out game after game, um, playing 50 f- games a season minimum, you know? Like, that's... He's, he's for sure going into the history books, which sounds weird, but the, hey, that's that's what it is. The fact that these guys are now, you know, extending their stay means showing ambition just is a perfect display of the trajectory that Roma have been on for the past two years. Like, to me, that's proof that you're doing something right. If fans can get behind the idea of renewing an aging Chris Smalling or Brian Cristant or Gianluca Mancini, who used to be considered a hothead, a son of a bitch, uh, you know, an aggressive sociopath. The fact that if if people can't get behind that, if people can get excited about that, it means that you're doing something right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the thing I like about this too is they are doing these renewals well before. Uh, we get into the period where it comes down to, you know, like the make or break part of it. That That is something in the past. Um, I, I was quite critical of uh, Sabatini when it came to that. that. That was an area, in my opinion, where he he, he really dropped the ball. That and the uh, commission of the agents, which in fairness have, hasn't really improved under Tiago Pinto. But still, they, uh, when it comes to the renewals, I, I, I think Tiago Pinto has been far more astute in that regard. Um Moving on, though, as far as outgoing, uh, incoming operations. So two guys come on free. We know that they are still talking for Skamaka. I, I know we say it every summer. Don't expect a lot. With these two guys coming in, so you bring an important player in defense. You bring an important midfielder. Once they do the operation for uh, Skamaka or whoever added to to come in temporarily in the place of uh, uh, Tammy Abraham, I really don't see them doing much of anything. To be quite frank, is that you, you know? Like, is I that mean, how you feel? No, I I I I feel like um like a lot will like like any summer, but perhaps even more this year. Um, everything will depend on on the on the sales. Everything, you know, like it always does, you know, like in January. Imagine how the season goes if uh, if you sell Zaniolo to to Bournemouth for the for the kind of money that that he was rumored to leave for, you know, like that changes the 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 trajectory of your season. Imagine if you were able to sell Eldor Shomurodov last summer, you know, as as was the idea, the intention. Um, those are that's that's the thing is I you know looking at it the fact that the, our first sale is Benjamin Tahirovic for eight point five million plus uh, what is fifteen fifteen percent sell on clause uh, that's that, to me that was surprising but it also shows the the intention of the club you know if we, yeah well if, they, if they had their choice in my opinion Vopato it would have been so. T- uh, tomorrow, um, yes, they but just couldn't me, get but, it done so soon. No, you, they couldn't get it done. But to me, the fact that we're talking about Tahirovic leaving, Volpato and Misori being on the way out, and Roma upping their demands, you know, as Filippo Piafora reported, they don't want to make it easy for Sassuolo because Sassuolo never make it easy for anybody, much less for us. So 
why why should we lower our demands in this case uh, that's the thing show that gives me the idea that hey would roma rather sell roger ibanez or these guys i don't know the fact you know roger ibanez can still can still leave the club we know that he's after tammy abram who you know due to the injury is off the market roger ibanez is perhaps the player that you you can earn the most from his sale, right? He's. The I'm looking at my sheet right now. Ibanez on the books, five point uh, five point three million. Mm. So yeah. I, I mean, yeah. If you the, if the you sell Palenza him, you could make. If you say enormous. if you sell him for twenty seven million, if you sell him for anywhere near thirty million, which is what Romar rumored to to be asking for, that's amazing. Uh, at the same time, I don't know if if with these sales with the younger players, if that's something that Roma want to still entertain. What if you're you know you're already able to make around ten million with Tahirovic? What if you're able to make another ten twelve million from Volpato, something minor with Misori, maybe Justin Clivert add to that? So who knows? We we still it's the today we're recording is the twentieth. Thiago Pinto has limited time, but I think the direction of the club are taking is yeah, great. Youth is great, but we want certainty. You know, we we want surefire bets. The fact that you bring in Evandika, you bring in Hussein Awar, two experienced players, two two free agents. They you know. N- Less risk involved, more guarantees. That's the way for Roma to go. At least that's that's what I think the strategy is right now. Perhaps in a week's time, uh, Ibanez is sold, and who knows? Uh, Justin Clivert is reincorporated into the team. Although that would be extremely depressing. But yeah, the, yeah. I, well, he, he's going to Real Madrid, though. No, uh, he's going to Real Madrid together with Ante Chorich and uh, William Bianda, who, mind you, yeah. in in ten days are are out of the Off club. The books, yes. Imagine these two guys. These two guys. I mean, imagine, imagine how much money they made off of Roma. How many appearances? In the first team they made. Who made right? that meme with the Monchi Magic when he first arrived <laughs> and did that photo Rush. of all the guys he Rush. sent? Okay, Rush, Rush. man. Never yeah. fails to, to impress. Yes. Um, and by the way, th- that gets awarded by going back to Sevilla and then now Aston Villa. So a Premier League job. This guy... With Unai Emery, you know, joining forces. You know, before the final... I was shocked at how many, with all of these, uh, especially ones outside of uh, Italy that I did, nobody ever, nobody brought up the thing about Moncia Roma. I mean, the way it gets buried, you know, it's like when you go to, to uh, I don't know, if you were to go to Germany or something, uh, you know, and you see 1939 to 1945 missing in a, a history timeline or something. Like, th- this happened, yeah? You know, uh, people forget. It did, yeah. Yeah, what Monchi? I, like I it did. I, it's true. Like, I will never forget back, that when it was happening. When it was happening, you didn't realize it. Now that when once it it was done and dusted, and once you saw where the club went and also where he went, you know the fact that he went back home. That he wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna stick it out here. I'm gonna try it. Like even he knows it. That he, he, pouted. Up. he pouted. He, he pouted. He knows that he messed up. He admitted it numerous times that there was there clearly made mistakes and uh, and kind of felt bad about leaving. But that's the fact that 
Ante Choric and William Bianda are still to this day Roma players. And I think in total, maybe they made like two appearances in the first team. Maybe. Maybe. Bianda was 11 million, man. 11. Yeah. 11 oh, million, yeah. And, 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 you know, and at the time, like I can even understand. Ante Choric was elected... Uh, the best Croatian young footballer of of the season when we took him, um, he had played in the Champions League for for for, uh, and uh, and it was it was to a point it was exciting. But then you see how it all works out, and and you have players that are completely not part of the team. That w- what do they do? What do they do? They've spent four years going out on loan, being useless getting sent back, and then just sitting at home in Rome, just showing up for individual training at Trigoria, separated from everybody else. Like, that's fucking depressing. As a fan, as a player, I mean, I imagine that if you like playing football, that also can be depressing, but then there is also always those types that are like, hey, you know, like, I don't even want to know how much they earned. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I've seen some figures and it fucking scares me that these guys, when they were brought in, they were what, 20, 19, 20, became yeah, millionaires, I, I mean, millionaires. Beyond that too, if I am not mistaken, these previous two seasons, he has not gone out on loan either. So he is just... Uh, uh, these guys have been sitting on their asses the for tour. over a year now. Yeah, yeah. the, 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 the uh, Javier Pastore plan where, you know, you... You enjoy. Uh, you you are basically paid to be a tourist. It's insane yeah, it's, to me. It's it's insane. It's coming to an end, and that's really that's the mission that Roma are on. Roma are shaking off all that dust, all that debris. You know, like they are, they're they're looking to move in a different direction. Um, I understand some may not like the idea of selling younger players. And some may not be, you know, they, they look at, oh, look at us doing what we're doing with Scamacca, with Fratesi. Those guys used to be uh, with us. Roma are in a position where they, they have to choose between the lesser evil, right? They have to choose between what will hurt us less in the long run. And in the long run, especially if your manager is Jose Mourinho, like, what guarantee can Benjamin Tahirovic give you versus a, a player that you bring in from outside versus Jose Muawar? You know, you're already looking at that kind of comparison. And that has to be the mentality in Roma's transfer window is where are the guarantees? We, we are looking for guarantees. We need security. This team is a team that for years and years has struggled with depth, struggled to remain competitive until the end of the season. What that means is you need players that are ready, that are willing to contribute at any time, and that have the experience to do so. That's what Roma are looking for. Well put. Let's end it there. We will return next time. Uh, definitely there will be some updates on the market and we will continue just seeing how things progress. Uh, as I mentioned, I, I I don't think there is going to be a whole lot, but early so far, two frees, um, uh, Tahirovic goes. There's early days, but still a lot going on, a lot more active than uh, I think most envisioned. So uh, until next time, ciao.